My letter to the industry like All these words on this page sums up the two Fuck you Lame as fuck. Ain't lame. These niggas not like us at all. I can't get used to this industry shit. I can't. I ain't gonna lie. These niggas act like hoes. Hoes behind closed doors. I can't get used to this industry shit. I can't. Fuck it. Hey, this my letter to y'all. I cannot vibe at all. I can't get used to this industry shit. Shit, just way too fake. These niggas lame as fuck. These niggas not like us. Like us. I can't get used to this industry shit. I can't. What happened? I met my favorite rapper. He know he my favorite rapper. What he do? He played me to the I damn near bitch slap I'm thinking to myself Who the fuck he think he is Look at this shit for what it is So I keep it concealed That's why I stand out It's hard for me to fit in It's only two seats in this car You can't get in I don't work well with niggas It feel like I'm jobbing Hurry up You've done pissing yet? You're the longest pissing ass nigga I know too It's called pissing with authority But I'm done Sit your dog ass down baby daddy Damn what up, though? I Heart Miko Podcast. Today is November 20th, 2018. This is episode number 132. I'm coming to you live from New York City at the Engine Room. Shout out Loudspeaker for um, giving me a room to do my podcast while I'm in New York. Uh, what's up, baby daddy? What up, chilling? It's my first time doing the call-in, so, you know, it's a first for me. <laughs> How do you feel? Does it feel different? Yeah, it does, because I can't look at you in your eyes while I'm doing this podcast, but <laughs> I'm going to try to do my thing. Just imagine that I'm right there next to you. Where are you at? In the bedroom? Yeah. Sitting on the bed? Yeah. Chilling. Now, now, normally when we're there, we record in the living room or in the dining room, and I, ha- I I'm able to look at you and, and snap my finger or wave at you and tell you not to do <laughs> ADHD type of things while we're recording, but I won't be able to do that today. So I'm actually going to have to yell at you over the phone once I start hearing your your, your condition start acting up. <laughs> Can you sit still I'm for an hour? I'm about to show you so much focus right okay. now. You're not even going to believe it. Okay, well, we go, we go motherfucking see. Uh, while you talking about focus, uh, y'all lost again. Hey, come on. Why I'm you got to bring that shit up? The focus. Where was y'all focus on Sunday? <laughs> Is I think it? we were focused. We did what we always do. You start off cold. Y'all start, <laughs> start off, off getting, cold, getting y'all ass make beat. A furious, then make a furious comeback only to come up short. Only to get me hyped so for nothing and come up short. I was drunk as shit in that game. Man, I thought, Man. It was, I, thought I was going to have some problems because as soon as I sat down, the fucking Giants fans started talking shit to me. I was there about 30 minutes early. They just started in talking early. Talking shit about what? Just talking about beating y'all ass. And I said, hold on, sir. A couple of them. I said, listen, let me tell y'all something. Y'all sorry just like us. So let's both right. act like we both sorry and it's going to be a game. Don't come up in here talking about y'all going to beat our ass. Like, I was like, here yeah, we go. I need I need another shot. Shout out to they bar for selling shots. The fucking Tampa Bay Stadium don't sell no motherfucking shots. They put they put fucking six ounces of soda in your drink. They refuse to sell you a fucking shot. I don't even understand that shit. All these stadiums around the fucking country will sell you two shots, doubles. But fucking Buccaneers, Raymond James, will not. They need to step their game up, for real. Because I was drunk as fuck. I was drunk. But what did happen is they cut the bar off at halftime. 
literally. Yeah, you told me about that. They were, That's why they cut it off at halftime. But they were pouring drinks and they shut the system down. The dude came over, just unplugged everything and was like, nope. And I said, but we just got four shots. I had two. My homegirl had two more. This was the second round of shots. And they was like, had no way to charge us. us wait, here. did they have like a, wait, wait, wait. So they just giving shots. Like, you be like, yo, I want a shot of whiskey. I want a shot yes. of vodka. Like, yes. like one shot, and you can just keep coming and get shots? Correct. You can. Or do they have a, a, a they don't have a, a pitch count on you? Like, hey, that's no, your what, fifth No, the only shot, thing they will bro. do is they won't pour a double. Like, if you ask for a shot, they're going to put it in two different cups. And you just and they'll give that's you like, and they'll give you a bigger cup to pour them together in, and but they can't legally damn. do it. But yes, they are pouring double shots. We did we did two du- we did doubles every time we went to the bar, every time. Man. And th- y'all was getting y'all ass. I looked up in the stands. I saw like a uh, a couple of us saw some people fighting, and it was early, yes. and we was like, damn, they already yes. fighting, bro. Yes. But now it makes my nigga, they handing yes. out shots. They handing out shots. Yo, I, got, I, gotta, I gotta say, coming to that stadium, I felt like at home because we were driving in, and it was so many middle fingers thrown at us as we were driving <laughs> in on the bus. So it was, it was like heartwarming to me because that's what I'm used to. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, just you're pure from hostility. You from Philly? Yeah, just pure hostility. Just yeah. as soon as you walk in, it's middle fingers. I seen a little kid get the middle finger with his parents. I was like, yes. Yeah. This is how it's supposed to be. Yeah, they they were very disrespectful and I didn't engage. You know, I didn't engage. And plus, you know what also scares people away from fucking with me now? The the Bucks police always walk up to wherever my section is and put eyeballs on me and let everybody around me know that I'm with the feds. Yeah. And I can get your ass kicked the fuck out the stadium at any moment for saying anything to me. So I don't engage. So when they was talking shit or whatever, I was just sitting there drinking my drink and eating my little ramen noodles uh, that they sell. They sell ramen noodles and shit, dump, vegan dumplings and shit. I said, OK, New York. Wow. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was having a good time. I was enjoying myself until the game started and y'all started off slow once again. And then I started to get yeah. drunker and drunk. And then by the time I was drunk, y'all started coming back. And I was like, okay, I can cheer now. I'm drunk. I'm having fun. And my friend Nancy, I invited my girlfriend Nancy. It was her very first football game. She came with a thin jacket and no hat and no gloves and jeans on. And I was like, listen, uh, make sure you're warm. And she sent me this emoji like, duh, bitch, I'm going to be warm. As we driving in, <laughs> she says, wait a minute, the game's outside? <laughs> what? Yeah. She had no clue no. of the, the normal football game experience. That's she, yeah, weird. she didn't. But luckily, you know, I'm everybody's mom. I had extra gloves, extra hat, everything for her. So she yeah, was she, she was, was talking good. to me out there and said you laced her with the scully, some thick gloves. Like yeah. you had her right. I had her right. She was she was so she was a, a a Bucks fan was sitting in front of us and you know, I guess he's not used to watching y'all all the time, but he began to punch the seat very hard. I mean, like, I think he fucked his hand up just punching the seat like eight times in a row because y'all was losing. And she was parent. She was like, whoa, what the fuck is going on? I said, oh, it's just football behavior. She was like, why is he doing that? And I said, because this team is his life. He actually doesn't have a life. And so whenever his team plays bad, his day is bad. Like he's actually allowing shots, grown bro. men. It had to be the shots. He's allowing grown men that have nothing to do with his life. That he's allowing them to dictate how his week is going to go. 
based on how y'all perform. Keep in mind, you guys don't even actually get to do what you want. It's actually the coaches playing Madden with y'all. But he's yelling at y'all, yeah. saying y'all suck, and why did you do this, and why why are y'all playing that defense? And I'm just sitting there like, buddy, you don't know football by now? They doing what they told to the best of their ability? Yeah. I don't yeah. even understand how it people is. can do that. And now Nancy's also uh, in the military. She's an ex-military girl. Uh, she served quite a few years in the military, and um, I met Nancy in in, in Atlanta uh, about 2006. Um, her and I yeah. were, were friends, and then she moved to New York before I met you, and we kind of lost touch, but we've been in contact the last couple of years, but she's ex-military, and so she came in, and she was just like, oh my God, they love the military. The NFL loves the military. Look at all this military stuff. Look at how they're saluting us. Look at how big the flag is in the national anthem. I said, girl, this is fake. This is catfish. The Defense Department pays for this. Yes, she was just like, are you kidding me? killed her whole experience. Killed it all. Well, you just were a killjoy right there. Murdered it. I just wanted her to know the truth. And she was like, you know what? And I said, the reason they do this, because she was like, why do they do it? What do they get out of it? I said, the military kind of wants people that are NFL fans to join the military. This is like a big recruiting site for them is NFL games and player people that watch at home. They want them to see this and say, oh my God, if I'm in the military, I'll be like like an NFL fan. People will love me. I can go to games. They'll salute me. Damn yeah. the fact that I won't have a job when I come back or medical care or the fact that they won't answer the suicide hotline when you get home after seeing all the trauma and shit you've seen. I just want everybody to think I'm cool. So I'm going to join in the military and she was like wow <laughs> yeah because that the football appeals to a lot of the people that like football the whole idea of military will appeal to them if you think yeah. about it mm-hmm. like it's a lot of like we, we talked about this a couple podcasts ago and in the psychopath part you know like people that just want to go kill people or and it might not the psychopath is generalizing but like adrenaline junkies people mm-hmm. that just need like the nice, the like nice version the- of a psychopath is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to be PG-13 on my podcast, Brent Grimes? Them niggas is crazy. You're right. You're right. Them niggas crazy. You're right. You're but- either crazy, stupid, or dumb. Man, what I said? You crazy, meaning you want to go over there and kill yeah, people. Yeah, we, made, we made a three. The three, yeah. You crazy, you either want... We made a three. Go ahead. You, you either crazy because you want to go over there and kill innocent people that have nothing to do with the war on, on resources. You either dumb, meaning that you want to go over there so you can get college paid for, not knowing that college degree don't guarantee you a goddamn thing, not a goddamn thing. <laughs> and then and then you're stupid because when you come back, you have nothing. You have nothing. You don't have a job. You don't. They make they make people that lose their legs and their arms. They make them pay like seventy five percent on their prosthetics, even after fighting for our freedom. <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty sad. It is when you break it down to all those facts. You know? It is, like and I, I had said, to crush her because I have to let her know that she needs to let her. other people know. This is her first experience, and she got she got a first experience with a real nigga. So it ain't, it ain't never gonna be better than that. Never. But she did say she she, what she did say was watching it at home is nothing like being in the stadium. She was like, this is intense. She felt every moment like in one of the downsides of it, because I don't know. I go to a lot of games and almost every 
game I go to, home and road. During the timeouts, there's some form of entertainment happening. Uh, at MetLife, not a goddamn thing happened during the timeouts. It was just silence. <laughs> no, really? Dead-ass silence, Brent. They didn't show highlights of the other games that was going on. They don't have cheerleaders. They don't shoot T-shirts into the crowd. They don't play those little games up there where you pull somebody down. They got to throw the the football through the little circles. Like, nothing. You didn't no. notice that? They give you shots. They give you motherfucking as much liquor as you want. (laughs) And every type of hot dog, every type of pizza. Like they had all the food and liquor. Every food and liquor you could think of is at the stadium. They got all that, but not no entertainment. The entertainment is the game. Yeah. That's it. You can't have it. You can't have it all, man. You can't. You can't. Man. But it was it was it was fun to watch. Like New York fans are very crazy and psycho, and they get riled up over the smallest things and angry over the dumbest things. So it was a fun experience. Like I have forgotten how fun it is to come to New York since we don't play the Jets every year anymore. You know, we haven't been to New York, so it was kind of fun to experience that once again to see the the, the New York crazy fans. The, yeah, it, that whole Northeast region is just angry i noticed that when i came to atlanta when i first came to got to the nfl like the northeast philly new york jersey you know boss all that is angry it's just a different feel than like yeah it's just different man but it was good. I, I I felt bad for you guys because I really felt like this, like last week, this was supposed to be a winnable game. It just didn't happen. And on the bright side, well, first of all, you had a bad play in the game. Do you remember your bad play? No. When the running back jumped over you? That's not a bad play. That's to, a great play. To, by, to, to other people. To other people. They're called a bad play. I actually thought it was a great play. I was happy that you didn't let the nigga truck you because he was big as shit. Because I feel like if you yeah, tried to I, take on the tackle, he might have laid you down. No, nah, this is what happened. I kind of see he was about to jump, but I couldn't just stand straight up. Because yeah. then he could just run me over. So I like bear. I didn't even shoot at the ground. Like he really nah. did the jumps. He literally his ju- legs yeah. yeah. So he that's a good over. play. Like you can't even see me on the field. He didn't get the first down. Right. Didn't and I was like, wow, was yeah. Dope. But that's that why. Dope. That's why I said this. People saying it was a bad play, but he didn't even get the first down. It was a great play, and you didn't lose your brain. <laughs> exactly. I that was not a bad play. Whatever. Now I take it. <clears throat> On the brighter side of things, <clears throat> and you may not feel that this is bright, you didn't get – Eli literally ignored you the entire game. Now, he attempted to look over there at you and got the fuck sacked out of him and, and or, you know, threw the ball away. But you got zero passes the whole game. Zero. Right. How do you yeah. feel losing when you got no passes in your direction? Um... It was kind of a weird game. I feel like I didn't do anything because I was just chasing people. I didn't even get a chance to make any real plays. It's kind of boring. They didn't really do much because they were running the ball so well. It, mm-hmm. They didn't even really do, drop their passes. All their passes are like bootlegs, play actions. Yeah. So you never really got any type of rhythm on how they run the routes, what they like to set up. So it was just a, it was a weird game. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know what you always say? The check cleared. 
I love you, man. Welcome to the dark side. I really appreciate it. <laughs> but anyways, um, so I'm I'm in New York. I left you um at the stadium and I'm here till tomorrow. Uh I did um first of all, I've been doing some partying. I don't feel good today, Brent. I don't feel good at all. And I didn't do any drinking yesterday. And it's kind of weird. I really feel bad. Like some, some of my food had like dairy what? in it. Like what? Your stomach hurt? Yeah, like some of my food I ate had dairy in it. But You it, might have ate something. Where did you eat? I, well, the, in the morning I had green toast, which was 100% vegan. And then I had some um, hash browns, which was no dairy. That was uh, lunch. Breakfast I skipped because I went and played tennis uh, for an hour and a half. And then I went to lunch. And then after lunch, I spent about two hours in the fucking Uber driving back to my hotel when I had to take a quick shower, scarf. Day. Oh, before that, I went to did I went and did a sad pit B bills podcast reservations for one, which was fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I was the first guest he ever had. And he was like, I never have guests because I don't value people's opinion. And I don't really want to ask them any questions. It's about me. And I was hollering, but that's really what we did. We just talked about him and his life and dating. And I asked him questions, you know, just, just, we were just I was pretty much interviewing him on his own podcast, but it was pretty fun. Uh-huh. So make sure, everybody listening make sure y'all check that out and after I did his podcast um, I went back to my hotel I had some spinach I had some salt and pepper french fries and I had some vegan pumpkin soup that was it then for then after that I went and did flagrant two so everybody check that out too that should be out today which today's Tuesday you'll probably get this on Wednesday and then I I went to dinner with Andrew Schultz and I had a kale salad which was 100% vegan and I had some shishito peppers now, I did have a drink, a, a spicy whiskey drink, a snow of scotch, but that I drink scotch all the time, and I only had one, and I woke up this morning feeling yeah. like I was pregnant or something, or like I got a, a well, like, what? Well, <laughs> uh, you know, I've been just, you know, I listen to your whole story very intently, and what I, you know, what I can see as a problem is, is that you miss me, you know? You only seen me for what? What's it been? A couple days, days? 48 hours. Yeah. You're about to lose it. You're at your limit right now, and that's why your stomach hurts. It's all right. You're going to see me. You're going to see me tomorrow. All right? It's going to be all right. Just tough it out. I'm still here. All right? I, I still love you. you, dog. I miss you, too. Oh, my God. Anyways. Um, right. Yeah, so I'm out here working. And missing you apparently, not knowing that that's why yeah. my stomach hurts. It's at the as I'm at forty eight hour max, where I start to miss yeah, you, and feel yeah. sick. Yeah, yeah. But, that's it. I figured it out. Oh my god! You're welcome. This nigga is a fucking idiot. <laughs> anyway, I'm doing brilliant idiots today as well. Uh, one of my favorite podcasts to do, and a big announcement on brilliant idiots that I won't say yet. But there's gonna be a pretty cool announcement on brilliant idiots. I hope you guys tune into that podcast uh, that will probably air the air on Thursdays but we're recording a day early today so maybe they'll get it out Wednesday since the holiday is on Thursday uh, speaking of the holiday Thanksgiving is on Thursday <clears throat> America's go favorite uh, bullshit holiday well, no, is this the I favorite one say, go ahead. is Christmas the favorite one uh, or is Thanksgiving which one's the favorite I would say Thanksgiving is Thanksgiving is the favorite bullshit holiday where we celebrate a massacre on the originators of this land. It was literally a massacre on the natives, the indigenous, the black and in 
Native American. I don't even know what they they want me to call them these days because the names change every time. But they black Native people American. and Native Americans were here first. The white man came over here and stole all of their resources, forced them to work to build this country, enslaved them, murdered the majority of their people. And we celebrate that every third November of every year. So everybody says, well, why do you have to look at the negative side? Look at the bright side. It's, it's a time for everybody to get off from work and go spend time with their family. No, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, people don't even like their family, okay? Everybody hates certain Some people's people potato like salad and, 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 and greens and yams and, and chitlins. Yeah. And then you got these drunk uncles that's always wanting to touch on the nieces and the cousins. Oh you my know, gosh. somebody grandma always uh, don't want to turn the heat on because her electric bill sky high. It's just bad. Every yeah. you know the 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 cousins always bring a different side bitch to the the dinner, and she end up fucking one of the other cousins before the night over with. Like it's drama. Thanksgiving is so you know much I, drama. You know what I think about Thanksgiving? What? Your peach cobbler. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's People it. People always and like, that's a good thing. Yeah, I'm gonna make you one um, this year as well. People See? always like, why do you don't celebrate Thanksgiving? I'm like, fuck no. They're like, you don't look forward to cooking for your family, nigga. I cook all the time for my family. I don't wait for Thanksgiving to serve my man some bomb ass food, and I damn sure don't want to serve him food that's gonna kill him. We eat the most unhealthy. What you gonna do this Thanksgiving? Food. We usually have like a. Uh, we just go dessert. You know, we don't heavy. do the we typical. Go, yeah, we just. I I always come up with a great gluten-free, uh, yeast-free, soy-free, um, dairy-free dessert for you. That's usually the only thing I do on Thanksgiving. That's the only reason I do it is because you get out of practice early and there's hella football games on. Yeah. Because we never do the typical turkey. Like, we did it, like, once or twice. We did it for my dad do. and for your mom. They like typical you collard greens and yams and all that shit. Hmm? You know what I'll never forget and will never happen again what? on Thanksgiving? Uh, you definitely remember this. We was in Atlanta and I woke up in the morning and our whole house smelled like shit. <laughs> never, will ever, will I ever have chitlins cooked in a house that I live in ever again in my that life. That was when Aiden That's was... the worst smell ever. Yes. Oh my God. Aiden was born October 1st. I had a C-section because I couldn't get the big nine pound, four ounce, big shoulder, big headed ass nigga out the vagina. I'm a baby. I'm a petite little thing. And so I had a C-section and Thanksgiving came around and um, I was unable to um, stand up for a long time still. I was still struggling. So my family decided they wanted to all fly in and cook us Thanksgiving dinner. And you had never had chitlins. And I was like, Britt, don't do it. Don't do it. And you was like, no, I want to try them. Go ahead and make some chitlins. And I was like, okay. And, you know, black families cook Thanksgiving dinner the night before. So it's really leftovers the next day. You have to heat up your plate. I don't get any of that shit. When I cook on Thanksgiving Day, any day, I want my food fresh. Right, like right then, fresh. But you know, my sisters and my mom and all them cooked the night before, and they made chitlins. And Brent, you got to go to bed early because you got practice the next morning. 
this nigga Brent woke up 6.30 in the morning and he was like, yo, it smells like shit, like somebody's shit in the house. I, I rolled over, said, oh, that's just chitlins and laid right back down. He was like, what the fuck? You didn't tell me it was going to smell like that. I said, yeah, you want to put it in your mouth. You want to put that smell in your fucking mouth. Gross. Disgusting. And then you tried them. You remember you tried them? Yeah, I ain't really rock with them. Like nah, that. it's disgusting. I don't understand why people eat things that smell like that, let alone taste like that. And this is just a tradition. And, and the sad part about the the black African-American culture is we say things like diabetes runs in our family, high blood pressure runs in our family, cancer runs in our family. No, it does not. The food Bad runs, runs in our family. <laughs> Stop eating that shit. You don't need it. It's not important. It's so bad for you. It's so bad. Like I, This is my thing. I'm not the perfect eater. I'm not the perfect drinker. But what I won't do is constantly consume something I know that is killing my people. Now, do I drink alcohol? Yes, it is very bad for you. It has no nutritional value. But I don't do it every day. Will I every now and then eat a sour? Uh, what are those things called? Sour straws. It's sour straws. You know yeah. when I eat those? That's how I know. That is like my crack for me, or, or like a bump, like a cocaine bump. I will go to the gas station and buy some of those sour straws if I need a boost of energy all of a sudden because I don't want to do Red Bull. That shit is bad too. I would rather do a strawberry belt and I'll eat two of them. And it, I am a crackhead for the rest of the day. I, I know the, the things that are bad and I know what not to eat. But for some reason, people just don't understand why we're dying so early. That is why it's in the food. Yeah. It's in the food, people. Yeah. So while you around that table praying to God and, 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 and saying and, and saying R.I.P. to your auntie and your grandma that just died of cancer and diabetes and high blood pressure, you're going to be next. Sorry. is it, You're next. Everybody's going to be around the Thanksgiving table eating all the foods that killed your family while praying for your dead family. That is essentially what happens on Thanksgiving, the day that we massacred an entire group of people that were here first. Let's, let's run it back to what it's always about. Yes. So fuck Thanksgiving. Fuck all of it. The only good thing about Thanksgiving to me, honestly and truly, is that I don't have to be around my family. That's the I, you give me excuse. So when you retire, I don't know what the excuse is going to be, Brent. I can't make it a no Thanksgiving. Since I've been with you, I ain't made it to a single Thanksgiving. I can't make it. My nigga got practice. He got games. He got shit to do. I can't make it. Because every time I go, it's always some drama. And half my family don't like me any damn way, so I don't want to be there. I don't know yeah, why people true, fake right? nice, yeah. fake talking about you behind your back. Thanksgiving is just terrible. It's terrible. Throw the whole holiday away. Throw it away. I'm done with it. I'm done yeah, with it. You got a family. Oh my god, that the, the uh, I have a ginormous family. Yeah, you got like eight family members. Like you yeah, got it like was eight. So crazy, like with with my experience, like because at times as my family is small, I'd be like, damn, it'd be cool to have a huge nope. family. You know what I mean? No, nope. it's just more and people. Then begging. I, I get with you, and then I see. I'm like, no, it really isn't dope. That huge family. You see what I go through. You see what I go through, Brent. It's not not cool. It's just a lot of extra drama that 
you don't really feel like dealing with. I don't. I stick to my my immediate family. I love my entire family, but I don't like them. Mm-mm. I deal with yeah. my two sisters. That's it. That's it. Two, not three. Two sisters. Yeah, I was going to say. You That's definitely it. have another sister. And I would love to deal with my brother, I, but my brother has, <clears throat> he got to get his life together. I don't even want to diss him or none, but he got to get his life together. And I would absolutely love for him to be back in my life. But my two sisters and their children. Yesterday was Jaleesa's birthday. I forgot to call her. Oh my God, I feel terrible. I'm going to call her today. Yeah, Happy birthday, Jaleesa. <laughs> I love you. <clears throat> um, Thanksgiving. Happy birthday, Jaleesa. You, yeah. you know Thanksgiving is, is a big uh, football day. And although I do not want to discuss the games that are coming on, I would like to discuss um, the fact that Mark Sanchez will be uh, on a roster on Thanksgiving. He has he's and, the, he's um, currently the backup for Colt McCoy, who is also terrible, in my opinion, who is backing so, up Alex Smith. So let's get to what this is about. You're going to say Go ahead. Colin Kaepernick still doesn't. Damn. <laughs> boom. Look how look how you know me. Look how you know me. This is just proving a but, point. It's just further proof that they were blackballing this man. Mark Sanchez, you know, I, was I mean, a big, who, thought it, who thought that wasn't the case? Though? A lot of white people. A lot of racist, stupid, uh, make America great again, shut up and dribble ass white people are saying that. He's just not good. He went to the Super Bowl, you bitch ass nigga. How many quarterbacks in the league have gone to the Super Bowl that are still starting on a roster? That's a big thing, right? Isn't it a big thing to get to the Super Bowl? Yeah, that's a huge thing. It's a huge thing, and suddenly he can't get a job. It's ridiculous. And here go Mark Sanchez. I used to, you know what? And, And you're the one that made me. Pissed me off because I used to be a Mark Sanchez fan only because he went to USC. You know, I, I love USC football. And I used to say to you, Mark Sanchez about to cook y'all. And you would fucking pick him off every time you played him. And you picked him off twice I in one game. Yeah, I couldn't believe you like Mark Sanchez because I valued your uh, your sports opinion. And you, like, it's cool. It to wasn't be, because you know, he was great. You know that. Fan. <clears throat> but she was just sticking and saying he's good and he's going to do this. And I'm like, I don't No, I wasn't. I wasn't saying he was going to do things. I was saying that he was a USC football player and I was going to support him. Okay, respect. <clears throat> and then I would, just, I would just throw in shit talking to you just because I just wanted to. <laughs> and I knew you hated him. And I used to just, <laughs> just bug you with him. I, <clears throat> I got a fucking him. frog in my throat. <clears throat> what? I didn't hate him. I just didn't understand the love. That's all. It was it was because everybody hated him. And then when he did the butt fumble thing, I just had to let him go. I was like, okay, I gotta let him go. I can't even fake fake love him no more. I had to let him go. That's Mark- so crazy. That happened so long ago, but that's still like what you remember Mark Sanchez yeah, for. It's pretty sad. And now he's on a roster. He's a backup for the Redskins. They will be playing the Cowboys on Sunday. I mean on, on Thursday. Um, yeah, it's sad. It's really sad. Have I you? Think ever, Mark Sanchez can be a good backup. I, I ain't, I ain't hating on him like that. But he's if he's a backup, Kaepernick should be starting. <clears throat> I feel like Kaepernick should water. have a job. Let me drink some water. Hold on. Sorry about that. But yeah, so a lot yeah, of football happens because she misses me. 
a lot of football is happening on Sunday. And I've always wanted you to play on, on Thanksgiving. I always just thought it would be a cool thing to do. But after further review, I'm kind of glad you've never played on Thanksgiving. Because first Why? Of, well, first of all, uh, if you if you travel somewhere else, it's going to be cold in a bitch, wherever. Yeah. And if it's a home game, you miss all the other games. Because <laughs> I got to be there, too. That's true. So I kind of like that. It's, well, I'm you just won't home. miss the late game. Uh, especially if you got the first game as a home. If you get the first you game, then you're them. good. But if, even if you got the last game, I'm tailgating the whole day. Yeah. If you don't have if any other game besides the first one, you're missing all the other ones. Yeah. Besides the night one. It's a night game, right? Yeah, There's. I think there's three games. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so yesterday, um, we saw the Super Bowl, I hope. Man. 51, could, 55, 54, 105 total points. I thought it was going to be, what did I say, 67 points? I think I guessed last week yeah. 67. I wasn't close. <laughs> and wasn't I thought close. I, I, I just couldn't I guess it, it I should have went higher but I was thinking that you know maybe these two defenses would attempt to play some defense they didn't I, I don't know why you thought that they did attempt to play defense it's just the new NFL See that, elaborate, that elaborate. game that game was the like the, future. the vision of the, the future. new NFL like that's what that's what they want Yes. A bunch of scoring. The only stops were like turnovers and like you know it was it was a couple. The Rams scored two defensive touchdowns. That's really mm-hmm. why they won. Exactly. But that's that's how you get stops. But they don't, they don't want just people punting and and just solid defense and stops right. three and outs. They don't want that. Right. They want the ball up and down the field and scoring. That's what they want. Right. As you can see, with all the rules, all the rules are leading to scoring mm-hmm. and moving the ball. You, you you get a penalty, automatic first down. That Move the ball. Everything is for moving the ball in yards and points. Is this right. going to be a fantasy football a fantasy football team owner's dream? That's what they want the league to be. And that, and that game was the perfect example of it. Yeah. 54 to what? What was the first score again? 51 to 54. What? Yes. <laughs> Arena or what? It was fucking insane. I wasn't answering any phone calls. And the sad thing is, you know I'm a Rams fan. You know I wanted them. Last week I said I I want the Rams to win, but I was afraid because I felt like Kansas City's um, had a better quarterback. We both agreed that, you know, Mahomes was a better quarterback. However, he actually was the part of the reason that they lost. He had the, the crucial turnovers that changed the game. He was responsible, essentially. He fumbled twice. He threw three picks, I think. Yeah. So five turnovers. So so in Which that he game, still, he still was in every, it was ahead. still in it. But in that game, do you still feel Mahomes is the better quarterback? Yeah. I do too. Yeah, I do. Sadly. But I also feel. I just feel like he's got a better arm. And he's yeah. and he's going to get better and better with reads and doing things like that. But Goff was very impressive can... in that last drive, Brent. I got to say. Goff is dope, That too. last Goff, drive, uh, he was impressive as fuck. He made some great... He he scared me when he when that one ball that was batted down that I thought was going to be a fucking pick six. But he, he, he handled himself. He handled no, the fuck not, out of this nice. shit. I'm not going to yeah. lie. The first, the first year, I was like, "Oh man!" Trash. But now I was, dis- I was new- so mad. 
Yeah. But that was uh, I ain't that, had that was the coach. For you to give you hope either. That was the coach. That was um uh Fisher. Trash. Fisher. Yeah. Trash. But, so they went to a new coach and now he's He looks like a whole like new nigga. Their offense the offense is dope. They score you know, 35, 40 points like every game. Aaron Donald is a fucking man-child beast problem psychopath. Yeah, he's a problem. My fucking God. I, oh, God. he. I would have loved for you to be in that secondary taking Peters place. Speaking of Peters, he made the game winning interception. Got a pick. Look, I told you he was going to get a pick. Did I tell you or what? I knew you. I thought you was going to call gonna me when it happened. To me? I thought you was going to call me when, when it happened. When you going to start listening to me? Oh my God. It was a when? tip ball, Brent. Come on. It was a gift. So what? It was a fucking so gift. So what? And he happened to hey. be there for the, to receive the gift. Hey. So I respect it. I told you. Did I say it probably was on the last podcast Marcus Peters going to get a pick. You said it. You said he's going to get a you, pick. You to, followed you, up with some I said I would be he happy. Followed up with did. some hate and stuff. No, he I said, said he'd probably I think get I said up, it was, uh, three I said, Yes, yes I did. I said if he gets one pick, it, but he gave up three touchdowns, I don't give a fuck. And he probably did. I don't remember if all the touchdowns was on him, but he actually did get that pick that you called. And the pick and it, it sealed the game. More than those three touchdowns it did. Anyway. It did. So shout out to yeah. Peters. I'm back on. I'm. I'm trying. I'm a ride with him. <laughs> I'm going to ride with him, Brent. I'm going to ride. Now, that game was yeah, the future. Sure. The quarterbacks are the future. Hopefully, um, not Andy Reid, but uh, what's their coach's name um, for the Rams? Young. Uh, McVay. McVay. I'm hoping that he is also the future. Like, younger uh, coaches that are, you know, that that low-key have to prove something to the players. Because when you have a, a seasoned veteran type of quarterback, type of coach, the players just come in and have to give him respect. I think Mavey had to earn that team's respect, and I think that's how it should be. I think that both yeah, sides... Yeah, he Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I cut you off. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying he definitely had to come in and he gained his team's respect because he's a dope coach. Mm-hmm. Not because... I mean, you're going to respect the head coach, but when you see what he's doing, he's young, he's bringing new ideas, he's probably open-minded with stuff. It helps out. He's not a dinosaur like most of these coaches that have just been going back and forth and around the league doing the same bullshit. They got the <clears throat> they got the same plays. They got a scheme that they're stuck with. Like this is this is my offense or this is my defense, and they go to these different teams. And instead of adapting to the players they have, they force players to play their system. And that's not good coaching to me. It's not. You just you just a brain. You're a brain. You figured out this scheme and you try to force people to do it. That's not good coaching to me. A good coach to me can adapt to whatever he has and make it work. And I think that McVay you want a has creative that. Coach. Yes. I want a coach that looks at what his roster and says, okay, we don't have a speed guy, so we got to do this. We don't have a deep threat. We don't have a big tight end. That You, you have to work with what you got and get there. And McVay yeah. seems like he's working with his roster. They don't have the best. They don't have what Kansas City has. <clears throat> they don't even have what the Saints have, which – which rolls me into my next point. We're going to probably see the Saints and the Rams, barring anything crazy happening, in the NFC Championship. The The Saints just beat them. And if both teams win the rest of their games, or even just win their divisions and have the bye, and they meet in the championship game, it's going to be in New Orleans, in the Dome. And that makes yeah, me nervous. That's tough. that's tough sledding in that Dome. The Makes way that me. offense is clicking right now, mm-hmm. 
It's tough. You know what I mean? They're good, and they play even better in the dome. You get the Saints outside, you got you got, you got a, a much chance. better chance. It's proven. It's proven through like when both teams are good. When the Saints play outside for whatever reason, it, they have trouble. You know what I mean? They, compared to their home games, it, it's it's a major difference. Yeah, that makes so me nervous. Somehow, some way, you got, need the Rams. You know what? Somehow, we need, you need we need the Bucks to beat the Saints again. That's what we need. <laughs> you Y'all need play a them. Yes, you guys need to do it. Y'all need to shock the world again. Well, you guys the gave them their only them loss. That's probably going to be an L. The Falcons are looking bad. Sorry, I don't have any hope but in the them. Falcons Saints always is a game. That's true. That's that is true. But I need you guys to focus. You're going to play in this game, too. So I need you guys to focus and beat them so that my Rams right. can have I, the advantage. I'll make sure I tell the entire team. Tell them. Hey, guys, we got to do this for the Rams, for Miko. Let's do it for them, <laughs> all right? That might motivate everybody. Tell, tell your whole team that Kush on me if they beat them. <laughs> I got the weed. I got all the gas for everybody. Kush on me. Man. Kush party at my house after the season's I, over, of course. Wink, wink. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, put out, I'll put it out there see what happens. So now in the AFC, I was talking to you last night and I was struggling with choosing who would meet the Chiefs. I'm assuming the Chiefs go to the AFC Championship. And I'm struggling between the Texans, who have won seven in a row. Uh, we ain't going to talk about the Texans and, and, and you. But anyway, uh, the Steelers, who are 7-2-1, and one, and the Patriots, who are 7-3. and three. Now, if you were a betting man, who do you say gets to, and this is all alleged because we don't know if the Chiefs are going to get to the AFC Championship, but we're just playing, having fun. Who gets to that AFC Championship game out of those three teams? And why? Uh, you got to go Patriots just because of history. Okay. And because of Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. That's why. That's why I would pick the Patriots. I don't really believe in the Texans even though they're doing well. I don't believe in them like that. I, I feel like that division is not that good. Um, the Steelers, maybe because of the league is offense, and the one thing the Steelers do have a good offense, and they 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 harass quarterbacks on defense. But I just can't go against Brady and Belichick. It's, it's just seen it too many times. That's all. I feel you. That's all I'm saying. I'm I'm I don't believe in the Patriots this year. I have been believing all season, and this is the year that I truly, and this, I normally I'm saying this, you know, later in the season if I see something bad, but like I, this seems like the decline of Brady. It really does. And, and, and I'm not, because I've, I'm watching him not complete passes that he usually completes. It's, he had a bad game. Brent, he is does not have games like that in November. It is November. It is go time for the Patriots. From Can from, from Halloween. From, I'm not being an overreactor. I truly am not. I'm judging him. I'm not judging the Patriots. I'm judging Tom Brady. He goes as they go. And no matter what happens, you would never see the Patriots score 10 points in a goddamn game. In November? 
I remember, and you know, this is going back to being on the Dolphins. I remember having games later in the season where we lost. Mind you, we still lost. But Tom Brady only had like 150 yards. Yeah, but nobody really got Tom up for Brady y'all. Type. Nobody get the Titans. People get up for the Titans. The Titans are sneaky good. They're sneaky good, Brent. They're sneaky good. They're just like sneaky the sneaky no, good. the Dolphins are not sneaky good. No, no, the Titans are sneaky good. Thirty-four to ten. Tom Brady incomplete. What twenty passes incomplete? Yeah, he had a bad game. He had a bad game. Brent, no, no, more than I'm that. nervous for them. I'm I'm nervous for the regime. Uh, I, I I don't understand. The, the, the good thing is they got the Jets coming up. Yeah, when they, they win the this game, 45 to 10, what you going to say? The <laughs> Patriots going to... They got the Jets, what? then they've got the Vikings, the Dolphins. They still got to play the Steelers again. That's going to be a game. Week they 15. Play the Steelers? Week That's 15. December 16th. Yeah, they've got the Steelers. So if the Patriots win all the rest of their games, they've got Jets, Vikings, very beatable, Dolphins beatable, Bills beatable, Jets again, and Steelers. They have... The, they have the advantage schedule-wise. They truly do. They got that advantage. However, yeah. However, I'm still nervous for them. I'm still nervous. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. I just got to... I'm not saying they're like... They, you know, they're still 7-3. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Here, you take away that debacle of a game against the Titans, you know, but... Here's the seven and three going in. Here's the Steelers schedule coming up. They've got the Broncos. They got the Chargers, who are sneaky good. They've got the Raiders, who are terrible. They've got the Patriots, obviously we discussed, and they've got the Saints and the Bengals. Mm. Tricky Saints game. They got the Saints and the Patriots. Tricky. This is all. This is all going to talk. Going to roll back to the home field advantage, playoff positioning. The records are going to matter big time in NFC and AFC. And then the Texans have, they have the Browns. They have the Titans. They have the Colts, the Jets, the Eagles, and the Jaguars. They got the easiest roster finishing out. They also aren't the best team of those three as well. But their schedule yeah. says they could pretty much get up that bye week. They could get that first round bye I week. I mean, the Texans are good. I just can't, I would have to see it. I can't pick them. I, I like the Texans. I like their players. They obviously got some beasts up front. They play good defense. You know, Lamar Miller has been balling. He's been having a, quite but a few hundred yard I, rushing games. I would just have to see it. That's all. I think they're good, but I would just have to see. I can't pick them over the Steelers or the the Patriots. I just can't. I can't. I'm gonna. They're I'm like, going Steelers. I'm going Steelers. Okay, that's I, fair. I want to see how as badly as out. I want to go Texans. I want to go Texans so bad. I'm going Steelers just because I, the, the the quarterback is proven, the system is proven, and they play outside. They the elements won't ever bother them, ever. The Steelers? Yeah. The elements never come into I mean, play. All the teams play outside. <clears throat> Don't the Texans play inside? Oh, well, yeah, it can. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They can open, I think. Yeah, they're inside. Ain't nobody opening that shit when it's cold. <laughs> 
Ain't nobody opening that shit when it's cold. Okay, so we got so we got Rams, Saints, NFC Championship, and then we differ on. We both agreed the Chiefs should go, and then we differ on that end part of it. That's enough football talk. I'm ready to move on and talk about some basketball. Um, <clears throat> LeBron James uh, passed uh, Wilt. LeBron James LeBron is James. is LeBron James. He is consistently showing why he's a goat, and people are not impressed with this. And everybody, and I, when you say he's a pass first guy, people are like, "But he takes more shots than anybody on his team." No, he doesn't. He didn't with Kyrie on the team. The only time LeBron takes more shots than anybody else is when he has to. He is never the 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 overly shooting all the balls type of guy. Only when necessary. And for him to be in the top 10 in scoring points, that is incredible to me. And not only that, I mean, Brent, he's, he's in the top 10 in assists as well. Let that I sink mean, in. I mean, he's essentially, he's essentially the team's point guard all the time. But So he's going to get assists. He's, a, he's the best player in the league. He's 6'8". He's fast. He can jump. He can get whatever shot he wants at any time. So him scoring points is going to happen. He really – I always say this to you, but, like, I can only imagine how easy a basketball game is for LeBron. It's so yeah. easy. Like, it relatively, like, it's not like he playing grade schools or nothing, but he could, he's seen basketball for so long. He's been playing in the NBA for so long. That he's seen years. every defense you're trying to do. He knows every like matchup. He knows how to attack all type of things. That's why the game come is going to come so easy. And when he really wants to score, or if it's a game where he's just really feeling it, he's going to pile on points on you really easy. He had 51, and it's fun to watch. He had 51 the other day, <laughs> and it looked easy. I mean, it looked it looks easy. easy. It looks easy for LeBron. It really it does. It seems like whenever like, he oh, wants to great. do it, he can just do it. But the team, <laughs> yeah. the Lakers, is just never going to be enough. And a lot of people were saying they couldn't believe he went to the West. Why did he go to the West? It's going to be so much harder. I disagree. I think the East is a problem now. There's four dominant teams in the East, and it's a good thing he left because Cleveland was going nowhere. They would have still went somewhere with LeBron on it. Man, it would have been a struggle. I feel like the West right now, every team is in the West is beatable except for the Warriors. Every team. Everybody can beat each other. Um, yeah. Nobody's, right now, yeah. nobody's Nobody. dominant. You see the Kings beating people. You know, you see fucking the, the Spurs aren't what they used to be. Portland is always going to be good, but they're never going to be anything. Uh, the 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 Nuggets look promising. The Jazz look okay, but nobody is really doing shit but the Warriors. Yeah, because in the Warriors, you know, lost four out of the last five. But I don't we we know think why. It really matters. We know why. Go ahead and say it, Brent. Yeah, you know, Steph isn't playing. You know, that's the problem. <laughs> I knew you couldn't wait to say it. Steph, you know, see playing. what happened is Steph. Steph ain't playing. They can start arguing. There's a whole that bunch of stuff going been on. Happening. No, that arguing has been going on on your team. The problem now is that Kevin Durant will this be a Steph free agent. Kevin Durant's going to be a free agent, and Draymond feels a way about it. And let me ask you this. If one of your teammates called you a bitch to your face, how would you react? 
Just called me a bitch ass nigga right to my face. Right straight up to your face. It was it was something that happened right then. I think I could get over it if we handled it right then. What do you mean handled? You know it? what I mean? Like whatever y'all gonna do if it leads to y'all, you know, you know, tussling or whatever, or y'all just get into it and then y'all kill it that that moment. But. That that would be weird. That's far. That's far. Because I've been in arguments with teammates in all levels of sports. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's everybody argues. And sometimes the argument is good for the team because it'll bring you together. And sometimes it's bad. And when you put bitch in it or bitch ass nigga in it, oh, it can't go nowhere but down from there. I, I don't even want to play with you no more. Like, I, I'm a girl. And you know, girls, we're way more petty. But for a guy to be called a bitch, I hear that is the ultimate disrespect. That's like spitting on somebody. It's, it's disrespectful and it's like, damn, you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? But I don't know. I think Draymond is just super emotional and just be saying shit because he be saying that a lot in the game. Like, I hear him. But he say don't that. say it to his team, your own, your boy, your man's. I just feel like anything he, anytime he's amped, he calls somebody a bitch ass nigga. Like, he says it on the court all the time. And I feel like because of that, it might d- dull the impact of, like, if somebody no. like me just called somebody a bitch-ass nigga. No, nah, it I didn't dull it. Like Durant, I read his mouth, and he said, that's why I'm out of here. That's why I'm leaving. And everybody knows he's leaving. I don't even know why he even had to say that. Like, the only way they could keep him is they'd get rid of some other niggas. So they're not going to do that. They won without Kevin Durant. He just makes it easier. Yeah, he, he makes just it makes it a cakewalk. Sure. So if I were Kevin Durant, I would go to the Lakers next year and piss them off and beat them and laugh <laughs> at Draymond. The then go to the Lakers, go play with LeBron and piss them off. Yeah, he ain't going to the Lakers. And Dame Lillard should come too. Dame Lillard, Kevin, Dame Lillard, Kevin Durant, and LeBron James Lakers next year. You heard it here first. That's gonna wow. be the roster. We gonna take you motherfuckers down. Okay. You wow. heard it here first. Wow. Yes. What a team. What a fucking team that will be. That will be incredible. I saw a clip of Kevin Durant going, they were playing against the Mavericks, and you know how that baseline, you know where we sit baseline courtside at the Heat games? Yeah. Where we usually sit? There were some guys there, some fans talking shit to Durant. He walked over to the guy and said, shut your bitch ass up and just watch the game. This was on somebody's Snapchat. Yeah. Yeah, this nigga, Kevin Durant is Ralph Tresvant of the NBA, I swear to God. He's very emotional. He got hella burner accounts where he be arguing with people. Like, this nigga's emo as a bitch. And I feel like that's probably the reason that Draymond don't like him. Draymond seemed like a a, a thug-ass nigga. Like, he would never have a burner account. He just gonna say it on his own Twitter. And he probably feel like Durant a bitch. He probably does. That don't mean you're supposed to say it, though. Yeah, he might he might feel like it. There's a lot of people that feel like that about Durant. But it don't mean he don't really like him. Mm-hmm. But that might be how he feels, you know what I'm saying? He probably feel that but way too because know. Durant be saying like, you know, I'm out of here and maybe the championships end when I leave. Because they could because that's how they lost. They lost one when Durant wasn't there. They lost one because... Harrison Barnes decided not to make any shots the entire You said Harrison Barnes uh, uh, took a check? Yeah, he decided to make zero shots the entire finals. Mm. 
So, I mean, if you have one person on your starting five that will just refuse to make shots, it's going to be hard to win when he usually scores around 18 points. You making excuses. I'm going to yeah. go ahead and say LeBron and Kyrie are the reason y'all lost, not Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes don't seem like he's ready for those moments. Uh, LeBron and Kyrie are always going to ball. That's what they always do. Yeah, but in moments, so are the other and y'all Warriors, was anticip- you, y'all was y'all was relying if, on Harrison Barnes to get his eighteen. No, we we were relying on Steph, but y'all put on the. We're going to double Steph soon smart. as he passes half court. Very smart. That's what everybody so, should do. I don't know why everybody don't do that. To Harrison Barnes having wide open shots all game, and he was not making them. And mm-hmm. hence, y'all bad. <laughs> Y'all bad. And that's why Kevin Durant is on the Warriors right now. Yep. That is exactly why Cupcake went to the team that came back <laughs> for th- three to one. Cupcake went to a team that he had we was up three to one against and went and played. It's no shade, because I would have did that same goddamn Cupcake. thing. The same thing. I don't give a damn what nobody say. I'm going. That's that's what everybody yeah. call him. It's, it's really fits now that we know he got burner accounts and he's emotional as fuck and he get his period every now and then. Shit's valid now. Yeah. Um, the Houston Rockets. It'll be all right when Steph come back. Whatever. It'll be back. It'll fuck, be cool. fuck him too. I hope them little paper mache groin and knee, ankle, all uh, that shit fall apart. I love you though, Steph. You're amazing, but fuck you in the playoffs. <laughs> the Rockets have been balling since the rumor of Melo leaving. Oh, did you hate when the organization's like, "No, we didn't say we were trading him," and then a week later he's he's gone or he's off the gone. roster? Why do they lie? Where there's smoke, there's, there's fire. fire. Why do they lie? Why? And why was Melo on the team to begin with? Everybody knows him and D'Antoni had beef in New York and it didn't work out. Whose idea was it to bring Melo? to the Rockets and play 10 games and then try to blame him for why the Rockets was trash. Whose idea was this? I have no clue. Maybe it's because it's Chris. Isn't that him and Chris Paul, homies? Yes, they are. But, you know, I heard a rumor. You know, the hoes uh, tell me a lot of things. And this is an exclusive. (laughs) The hoes have told me that Melo and Harden got into it in the locker room. Oh, well, you definitely gone, Melo. I don't know that to be true. That is alleged, but the Why hoes... Why would Melo get into it with Harden, though? Who is the nicest fucking... Harden just seems like he don't have a problem with anybody. Yeah, he'd be chilling. Just He's, getting buckets. Yeah, he'd just be chilling, traveling, and getting hella buckets. And not playing yeah. no defense. And he just seems like a yeah. very nice guy. Like, you know, even even though Harden is a, is a ball heavy guy he still passes well you know he still gets everybody involved that's the only reason they even made it to the finals but I'm trying to figure out why first of all Melo doesn't want to come off the bench let it go let it go you're you cut you got to come off the bench in today's NBA because Melo is a black hole Melo is is what Ingram is to me offensively I think that as soon as Ingram gets that about Ingram. Yeah. It's no shade. It's just that he don't his buckets aren't like Melo's. And Melo's prime, I don't give a fuck. Everybody move. Clear it out. He go he's a he was a problem. He's not that anymore. So he's gotta come off the bench. There's a little bit of an ego thing possibly, but you go to a team with a coach that hated you, that you low key got fired. I don't get it. 
And now he's gone. And now everybody's saying, where should Melo go? And I say he should go home and get his bitch back. He should spend the rest of this season trying to get Lala back. Trying to fix his relationship and his marriage. Yes. Melo has made so much money. So much. So much money. He made $24 million this year. I mean, I feel you because he's not going to get on to a contender. No. Nobody not needs in the, him. Not in the, nobody wants him and, to and do if, on a contender. Yeah. And nobody if he goes to a bump team, for what? For what? Just go home and Maybe work on Lala. Work on Lala. That's the buckets you need to get right there. Lala. Those are the only buckets I want Melo to get. You know what? A lot of guys struggle with that. That life after, I get that. But you know what? I think your future, you only play basketball for a certain amount of time. You got the rest of your life. And if you really love that girl like we all think you do, because she loves you, you should you should make a, a, an announcement. You should do a press conference, announce your retirement, and say, now I'm going to get my bitch back. And Lala, <laughs> that'll make the pussy wet. She might be like, oh, shit, let me go get my nigga. You know, like, I feel like they're a cute couple together. I feel like it works. Yeah. And, I, I, and I, that's what I'll be focusing on if I was him. Get her pregnant again. Have another baby. You know, and just settle down with all your riches. And, and wait for the Hall of Fame to call. Yeah, he's going to go to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I don't understand. I would never want to put out a bad product if I was him. I would hate to put out bad film. I'm hearing some feedback, Brent. What you hearing? Myself. I don't hear it now, but I was hearing it for a second. Anyway, the Rockets have been flourishing, though, since he's been gone. I don't know what that means. I mean, I told you that one of the other episodes, you know, their problem was uh, defense. Uh, what did I say the other thing was? But I think it was three, but one of them was definitely Mello was on the team. So they lost one of the problems. Oh, my God. And now they're playing better. That's it. You know what I mean? That's, that's what it was. They had to get, you know, it was a lot of they were trying to fit Mello in. They were trying to figure out what he could do. And that wasn't it. Harden was hurt. Now he's back. Mello's gone. They started <laughs> to win. Let's talk about the what, Washington what Wizards. I don't think is, oh, go ahead. Because okay. I, I hate. I don't think the Rockets will be as good as they were last year. Of course year not. They lost. They lost Trevor Ariza. They lost their best defender, and yeah, and it doesn't get any better from there. Right. But let's move on. I've been wanting to talk about the Wizards for a couple of weeks now, and I've been putting it off, and I can't put it off any longer. We have to address this. John, okay. John Wall is on Twitter going crazy. The, the 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 front office has announced everybody's for sale, everybody's tradable, what? everyone. Yes, including John Wall. Yes, including Even, Bradley Bill. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Bill too. Yes, they asked Did Bill what he thought about fire that sale? fire sale in Washington. It's just not working. You know what the Wizards are? They are Portland without the drama. You see McCullum and Lillard. They're not going anywhere, Brent. But you know what? There's a fight. Every night in Portland, you got to beat them because they played well right. together. They like each other. That's the difference. Right. The Wizards, Wall and Bill do not like each other. They do not compliment each other. They're too busy trying to figure out who's the best player on the team. 
it's sad that John Wall has this incredible contract that makes him untradeable. To me, you're, you're going to get peanuts for him if you trade him. However, how long can this happen? How long can they stay on this roster? They th- th- Yesterday in practice, he, he got in a fight with um, Green. What's his Green. A fight? Like a fist fight? Or yeah. Bill, they were, they were, they were, you know, all in each other's face. It was multiple players, but it was Wall and, and Green, essentially. And the coach who has no control, Scott has, has no control, checked them and said, no, 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 we're not doing this. Get it together. And guess what John Wall said to him? What? Fuck you, nigga. To the coach? To the coach. He got fined. There's trouble. Yeah. Now everybody's looking for someone to blame. They're blaming John Wall because he's ball dominant. First of all, his very first game in the NBA, and they announced him. He did the Dougie. I knew it was trouble from there. I knew it. I knew it was trouble. Right there. He's ball dominant. He's a stat guy. Everybody that's a John Wall fan yells about his stats. Last year in the playoffs, he averaged 26, 11, and 3. What happened, though? They still lost in the second round. Every year, the Wizards make the playoffs because the East has been weak, and they always lose in the second round. That is their 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 crown. We make the playoffs. We win in the first round. You're supposed to be better than that. Otto Porter has a $100 million contract. Otto Porter does? Yes. Bill has a, an incredible contract, but he, I think he's plateaued. I think we've seen his best games. I don't think it gets any better from here. Scott, yeah. the coach, what's his name? Scott? Uh, Scott? Uh, no, not Scott. No, Scott. Uh, Scotty Brooks. Scotty Brooks. Has Brooks no control of the team. He has no control. But I'm not going to just blame him because none of the, the previous coaches ever had control. They had... Um, who was the coaches before him? Um, I don't know the way. Hold on, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Anyways, they've had some pretty bad coaches over the the last ten years or so, and I just feel like they are always getting these guys that are incredibly talented, but they don't have any veterans on the team. They don't have anybody teaching them how to truly win, how to play team basketball. You can't just average 26 and say, it's not my fault, and you're the point guard. You can't. People have to want to play with you. Nobody wants to play with John Wall. When he was injured last year, they played well together. They was talking all that everybody eats B, all that shit. John Wall came out and said, yeah, they talking about me when it was supposed to be a secret. They fighting in practice now. The GM's giving Otto Porter $100 million. He's been the GM 15 years, Brent, and they have been nothing. They ain't, they ain't even sniffed anything close to a championship, and he ain't been fired. Damn. So you just saying the Wizards are from They're rotten the on the GM. inside. To John Wall, to Dwight Howard's glutes, <laughs> to Bradley Pickup. just messed up. That shit's ruined. It's bad. And then when your owner says everybody's available, everybody's for sale, what next? Man, oh, it was Flip crazy. Saunders. Flip Saunders was the coach. And a dude named Randy Whitman. Do you remember him? Flip Saunders, people said was a good coach. They didn't do anything with him. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. The Wizards have been this promising team for so long. 
and they are nothing. And now they're fighting. And now they saved up all that money to make a play on Durant, who never even took a meeting with them, by the way. He didn't even take a meeting. Because he knew. Because he knew. He knew. So they ended up just having to give that money away. So they paid off. Everybody's paid on their roster. Everybody got a bag. And now now everybody don't want to play together. So so where could what can they do, Brent? What can they do? Where can John Wall go? Who wants John Wall? The, the thing is, John Wall can't, I don't think anybody truly wants him for that price because it's proven that he's not a player that is like, oh, you got John Wall, now you're a top contender in the East he's or a, in the league. Correct. He's a good player. He's a really good player, but he's not LeBron. He's not Kawhi. He's not Kyrie. He's not... Steph, he's not on that level where, yo, we got him, so we're probably going to go to the conference finals at least. You know what I mean? He's not that type of guy. His contract so says I, he I feel is. His contract does, but it's proven from his track record. Like, you know how the NBA works. If you got that guy, you gotta eventually you're going to make it. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to make it. If you got one of the guys that's really pieces that, going to make you go to the conference finals or make you a contender, you usually at least one time make it there. They ain't been. Have not been close. And the second round, when so, they lose, it's been bad losses too. So it's like, why Why do we want him? So this is a tough spot because, like you said, they, I didn't know Porter May got a $100 million contract too. So they got three people mm-hmm. that they done broke off. Broke the fuck so off. So now they just in a, a weird spot. And what do you do now? It's do you just, fire the GM? Because he's the one, you, he's you the one that made all these acquisitions. You. He's the one that went and got Dwight Howard. He's the one that went and got the twins. What's his name? Uh, Morrison, who uh, f- for a minute looks like an all-star and then the next trash truck juice. He's the one that went but and put paper, this team together. On paper, they look great. On paper, the GM, like, it looks like it should work. You know what I mean? You got a good point guard. You got a shooting guard that can score, the coach, put then? the ball on the floor. Do you blame the coach who can't get control of him? Maybe. Who can't say, hey, John Wall, I don't give a fuck how many points you can score. You need to get the team involved. Everybody needs to, to be involved. That's the way you win the game. Do you, do you blame the coach? Do you blame the stars who feel like they don't want to play with each other, who won't don't want to listen to the coaches, who or who want to cause all these problems, you know, on the team and want to fight and and disagree with each other and 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 not be team guys? I don't even I can't remember another. I'm trying to think of a veteran that's been on that team since John Wall been on the team, and I think only Paul Pierce has been a true veteran where you could look up to, where you could see somebody with some championship IQ and be like, yo, this is how you win championships. We got to stay together. We got to trust each other. We got to fuck with each other for real. Or you not going nowhere. Yeah. And I feel like they just have a bad roster. A, a miserable experience. Yeah, and it's November. Being on a basketball team. 82 games. Because y'all all got to deal with each other. Like, it, y'all all got to work together. Like, it ain't like football where it's like position groups and yeah. this room. Yeah. It's all y'all are together all the time. All the time. So if y'all time. don't like each other, it's going to show on the floor. And this that's is... the problem because they do have talent. They just don't like each other. So they're not going to play that working. well together. Yeah. It's all drama. And, and, and you know what, what What makes it so good? All this drama and stuff in the NBA. It makes me want to watch even more. 
Like, I want to see if they explode on the court. I want to see, you know, if, if anything happens, like bad things. I want to see if Boston, you know, because Boston's going to implode. Uh, that little young college coach is starting starting to show show that he, he ain't got it. He's trying to be a nice guy and play everybody. Meanwhile, Kyrie is like, fuck you, I'm the man. Tatum is like, no, I'm that nigga. Scary Terry is like, I get buckets. Like, it's it's a problem. Boston's it's going to be a problem. They might have a problem where it's too many people that yeah. feel like they're... It's their team. You know, because they, it's, it's a problem. Like, they're having a problem that doesn't make sense with their roster. Yeah, and the coach like, their does... problem there... Go ahead. They're not scoring. Mm-hmm. And it's because yeah, why, everybody... Why would that roster not score? I Go think ahead. it's because everybody wants to score and wants the ball. They're not playing like when they last year when they didn't have Kyrie, it was almost like everybody was nervous and scared and they had nothing to lose and they were just like fuck it, let's just play basketball. Let's just move this bitch around and whoever is hot, let's feed off of that person. Now that Kyrie is here and he's like their LeBron on the team, everybody's like, "Nah, nigga, we we got to the championship without you." And so everybody just I mean, off. Everybody just off. It's just off that the coach needs to make a decision and start the five, play them dominant minutes. The other niggas just got to get in where they fit in off the bench. You have to do that at some point. You can't keep playing everybody the same amount of minutes. Nobody can get in a rhythm. This is the NBA. You got to let niggas know that it's their spot because, you know, you know how y'all are. Y'all mind get fucked up when you feel like you you not getting as much minutes as this nigga and, and you can do this and you can do that. And it's just I'm excited for the drama. I'm excited for <laughs> all this drama in the NBA. I'm excited for what the Lakers are going to do. I get nervous every week thinking the coach going to get fired or LeBron going to snap. It, it, uh, the Warriors got drama. The Rockets got drama. This shit is exciting. And, and this leads me to the last topic because we're going to get out of here. When I was on Flagrant 2 yesterday, they asked me why the WNBA doesn't just give up. Nobody's coming. And they were talking about lowering the rim and doing all this goofy shit. And what, <laughs> what we ended up coming to a conclusion of and this is this could be very well true. Andrew Schultz said what they need is a fight. They need fights in the WNBA. They need drama. Everybody oh, likes shit. each other. Everybody's nice to each other. There's no drama. There's no shit talking. They need some shit yeah. talking. They need some girls to argue with each other about taking too many shots. Everybody's so nice in the WNBA. It is a perfect, nice, friendly little game of basketball. And he said if they don't want to play in bikinis, they need to fight. They need to have drama. They, they, need, need, to, to they need to be swinging on each other. They need to bring the male because the men will dominate the, the viewership. But see, but now, now I'm, I'm, I'm like, so they need to go back to like, because when you were coming to the, when you were playing, when you were hooping professionally, the WNBA was full of goons. girls that look like goons. men. Like you, you told me that. It was, it was goons. Yeah. I was, I was out. So you said they need to go back to that. They need to go back to the goon-style basketball. It needs to be personal. People need to be getting in each other's faces. And, you know, I am a, I am a basketball, like, I, I am obsessed with the game of basketball. I do not agree with lowering the rim and doing all this extra shit. I think the WNBA is a skilled league. And what he said is no one gives a fuck about the skills. They like the NBA because of the drama, because of the dunks. Like, that's exciting. And if there's no dunks and there's no drama, nobody wants to watch. 
And I'm thinking to myself, I, I, I wonder if they would, would, would they would fake like like I called it, I said I said to him essentially you want the WWE in the WNBA you want fake drama you want scripted bullshit drama to gain viewership and I'm not really against it because a lot I, of these girls like want to make more good, money. I feel like it's a good plan they do need. I don't think it, obviously that's you know a little exaggerated. It can't be WWE. But I mean, it would the scripted help, like, part of it, it, the scripted part of it, I'm saying, like, it could be scripted. You don't really have shit, to hate this bitch. You just got to do it <laughs> for the shit. Shit talking sells. It does. It sells in every, every level. Like, all right, just, I'll take every sport. You take football. Richard Sherman is so famous because he talks shit. Mm-hmm. You got Conor McGregor selling crazy fights because he talks shit. Floyd Mayweather talks shit. That's why, you know what I mean? Yeah. All that type of shit would sell if you had... So WNBA players that just was talking shit and they got on the news, they would get a following. People would watch them games. And if they got, then in you a fight, have other girls. If they got, in a then fight. other girls would see like, oh, did everybody like this girl because she talking shit. Well, I'm gonna start talking shit, and maybe yeah. it would be some shit talking going on, and that would sell the league yeah. much better. We need some girls to just start off saying, "I'm the best bitch in the WNBA." These yeah. girls ain't got shit on shit. me. Come get these yeah. buckets then, bitch, if you want the fade. Come get it. And then another right. girl will be like, oh, right. no, that bitch ain't the best. Like, I, I feel like I, I'm not against it. That's all I'm going to say. I am not against it because this is why I want to watch the NBA. It's 82 games. And now I'm like, fuck, I got to watch everything because I want to see the fights. I want to see it all. And I feel bad saying that, but yeah. it's true. The WNBA has no excitement outside of the skill of basketball. It is a great, skilled game. Everybody can shoot. Everybody in the NBA can yeah, shoot. <laughs> you know? The WNBA, yeah. everybody can pass. It's great skills. Everybody's great bounce passes and, and sharing the ball. And slower. You can't yeah. jump it high. Yeah. And I feel like maybe installing some drama, even if it's fake, might garner viewership. Sell tickets. Shit talking and competition is goes hand in hand. You know what I'm saying? Like it really does. That's what. If you watch a group of friends playing anything together, they're talking shit to each other like that. That sells the competition. So I feel like that would sell the NBA much better if they had some girls talking shit. So you and Andrew Schultz might be on to something. I might, might need, to, need to pitch that. I might need to get Angel on the podcast and see how she feels. Angel, yeah, she's going to say, absolutely not. She's going to be like, I'm going to be like, Angel, when you come back. Because you know what? Me and Angel talk about how she gets no respect in the league. And I might need to tell her, tell hey, her. you might need to start talking shit and saying, I'm getting no respect. And I'm going to give every bitch buckets when they come through Atlanta Dream, bitch niggas. Y'all getting buckets. Since you, they want to give me the respect, I'm finna take the motherfucking respect. And that might might make might people come. I might need to tell. Talk I might to put the, the battery in her back. Put the battery in her yeah. back. She injured right now, might but she when that. she come back, I know she gonna be still cooking, motherfuckers. <laughs> Drama sells. We gonna get out of here though, Brent. Yeah. Thank you again for joining me on this journey of getting through the season. Talking my shit. Um, I'm going to see Tax tomorrow. I'm so excited. I haven't seen him in a while. He finally has visitation rights reinstalled. He had to go to a new jail. 
<laughs> but I'm gonna, yeah, he said he had to go be moved to a new jail. So I'm going to finally go see him now that he has visitation rights again. And then I will be home to you, my sweet baby. And then your stomach won't hurt and everything will be all right. Just keep thinking you'll see me tomorrow, okay? Okay, baby. I love right? you. All right. All right. Thank you guys also for listening. I appreciate it as once again, as I always tell you, if you fuck with me, pass my fucking link around. Let niggas know you fuck with me so I know y'all fuck with me. And I'll continue to do this because the minute I feel like y'all ain't supporting me and showing love, I'm going to cut this bitch off because I don't do this for my check. I do this for the love of it and for the people that listen. So as long as y'all keep listening, I'm going to keep being here. Peace. With all this shit, you about to be my ex. In on me and her friend, my hand on her cat. Whoa. Then found out I fucked her enemy on top of that. Damn. And her voice, baby, why you got a thug on me? Damn, why, bad, why? Why you can't just fucking love on me? Oh, no, I try. The fact I show you attention and you don't show it back. Oh, it's like you scared to be with me the way you holding back. In my words, fuck the stress, I want you at your best. The, best. the fact you here show you down, I gotta confess. I tell just let me apologize, I wanna progress. Just listen. Yeah, you can lay your trust on me when you mad you tripping then apologize like LMA Damn. I get on some nice shit we boot up in a matter of days told you I'm changing my way